Hi, everybody. I'm Ann Louise Gittleman. I'm your hostess for the First Lady of Nutrition podcast with another First Lady of Homeopathic and Naturopathic Medicine. And I have none other than Dr. Linda Lancaster with me. And Linda Lancaster is the author of a wonderful book entitled Harmonic Healing, Restore Your Vital Force for Lifelong Wellness. Now, Dr. Lancaster, has an A-list of clients, so I'm going to be asking her questions about the most efficacious homeopathic remedies to have in your home tool chest. How are you today, Dr. Linda Lancaster? I am, I am great. Thanks, Anne Louise. It's lovely to hear from you. Well, I'm so impressed with your life-changing health and cleansing programs, and you have been offering these for at least 30 to 40 years, if my memory serves me correctly, and you are also one of the most illustrious students of Dr. Hazel Parcells, the grand dame of alternative medicine, who is my mentor as well. So it's just a pleasure to be with you today. Thank you. Now then, my dear, if you were to name the top, let's say top 10, because I love the number 10, the top 10 homeopathic remedies to have in your tool chest, what would they be and in what order? Okay. Uh, well, I'm, I'm going to say this before I say the, the top 10, because there's top 10 these days that are totally necessary for what we've all been going through. Uh, but I always have in everybody's home, rescue remedy, calendula tincture, aconite, arnica, and ledum for injuries, for bug bites and so forth. So most people know about arnica, most people know about aconite, most people know that rescue remedy is a good thing when you when your kid falls and you, you and and it's all um, it filled with shock because they're hurting, so um, rescue remedy for shock, aconite for shock, arnica for injury, ledum for any bug bite or or and necessary, especially for those out there who don't do um, uh, certain uh, 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 for lockjaw. So if, if there's not... What do you, tell me what you use for... I have a client that has lockjaw. Tell me what you Oh my gosh, Ledum. Ledum, L-E-D-U-M. And is there a particular, is there a particular potency? Does that well, matter? If that, if they, if they have lockjaw and it's been for a while, I'd go higher, I'd go 200. But 30C is great to have on hand whenever you get a puncture. So Ledum is the antidote for lockjaw. Lockjaw, and so that would mean tetanus? That would mean tetanus, and some of our tetanus shots have, have uh, passed and, you know, no longer valid, and some people don't even get those kinds of shots. So, <laughs> Leadum is the one to have. Um, um, yeah, I could tell stories about that, but we're not, go we're not going to do that. We're going to understand that those four remedies are necessary if there's injury, because we need to have those in the house if, if any, these days it's hard to go to the ER or whatever. You can start with Arnica right away. So, um, and Arnica would be what potency? And would you explain the potencies to some of our listeners? Okay. Well, most kits are 30C, but in se some cases I prefer 200 and 1M. I th these days we just need deeper acting remedies. I am finding. So, but Arnica 30C goes a long way. You would have to, you would have to do it maybe more often, um, whereas the higher potency is less often. The differences of the potency. Okay, so from the way I teach potencies, um, is 30C is very good for the 
hitting the etheric body or very more physical, not physical because homeopathy is not physical. Let's face it. It's a subtle energy medicine, but 30 C will affect the uh, etheric body. So if something, so if you're feeling something very strong, like for instance, Nux Vomica, which I'm going to talk about, Nux Vomica 30 C is um, what we use for food poisoning. So something that's very, very current. Whereas when it, it's, if the injury has been there for a while uh, for, and, you, and the emotions start to affect, 200 C. And, and, and if it just it, uh, uh, contains your whole being, 1M really goes from the mental to the emotional to the etheric. So harder to get the higher potencies. Usually you have to have a, a, a homeopath to give that to you. 30 Cs do work. And in a general way, I recommend 30 C. So I always like to say, have your injury remedy and always have Nux Vomica 30 C on hand. It is the remedy for food poisoning. It's the remedy for constipation and diarrhea, as a matter of fact. Mm. So, so it's, Great to have when you're traveling. And by the way, if you're traveling, I don't know when the next time we'll get on a plane, but I would love to. You travel mm -hmm. with homeopathics in, a, in an x-ray bag because when you put those homeopathics under the x-ray, what happens is it destroys that subtle energy. So know that you have to protect the homeopathics, otherwise buy them where you're going to go to. Many places have homeopathic stores. Check that out before you go. So question to you, you're mentioning some real gems here. Where can people get their remedies? People are gonna be asking me left and right, where do people buy the remedies? And does it matter if they're in a sack lack or milk lactose space, if they're alcohol preserved or water preserved? What's your feeling on that? Uh, all of it, none of it, none of that matters as far as whether it's in sack lack pellets or in alcohol water. Some people cannot tolerate the pellets. This is, this is true. And um, so, homeopathics made into a water with a, a drop of alcohol can work just as fine. What we're, what we're looking is to find a way to administer this subtle energy and this subtle energy has to be protected. We shouldn't be eating, we shouldn't be eating before we take a homeopathic, it should be a clean mouth because we're taking something that's subtle. So it has to have its, its time to work through, through, the, through the saliva, through under the tongue and so forth. So, um, but be sure to protect them because if it goes under the x-ray in an airport, it, they're gone. They, they just go. So, so, so and, where, and you asked where to get the, there are yes, many yes. homeopathic pharmacies. There's Washington homeopathic. Um, there's um, a boron over the counter. Um, you can go to, you, in Europe, my goodness, they have uh, pharmacies, they have the homeopathics. And we are starting to do that too. So our pharmacopoeia in uh, next, in, in Santa Fe, it's a full-on pharmacy and a full-on uh, homeopathic, as well as some of the ones in New York City. New York City, it's really important to have um, uh, these home homeopathic pharmacies and to support them. Uh, I'm just, uh, there's quite a lot, uh, and I don't have them right here. <laughs> Uh, but they're easily found online. Just look, homeopathic pharmacies, you will find them everywhere. 
Highland I, is another one I recall from days gone by. Highland, I don't know if they're still in Yeah, there. and standard homeopathic. And yes. You're just going to have a list of them, you know. We, we make our own potentizations here, but we only, I'm sorry, we only give to our patients. Um, so, but these are readily available. Um, so, so, okay, we have our injury formulas, right? So would you repeat them again? Uh, and Arnica would be for any injury. Am I, any your... injury, yes. And then Arnica, Aconite would be for? Shock. And I like Aconite and Arnica. Those are two remedies that I can take together. There's no problem. We take Arnica, take Aconite. Usually we separate our remedies. However, Arnica and Aconite, they work so well together that I use them together. In fact, I make a formula that's part of my shock, shock remedy. Which, is, which, which has been miraculous for many, many people that have lost wives or loved ones. Um, like a, a yeah, keep in, touch with, keep in touch with us at Light Harmonics uh, because we are, uh, we are thinking of, of at least offering shock remedy to people. Yeah, I think during so, so uh, important, so important. Yeah, especially during these times. So and then so, lead them for, for lockjaw. Lead, lead them or, or tetanus. And how would you know if you had residual tetanus issues? You know, that's an interesting question because we get residual tetanus issues from the vaccine um, as well. I mean, they, you get stiff joints. That so... Yeah. So, so you, you're leading me into another question. For those individuals that have to take a vaccine, is there an overall remedy to protect against some of the negative effects of a vaccination? Yes. Um, we use Thuja, T-H-U-J-A. You could look it up in the Materia Medica, which is the Bible of homeopathy. And Thuja 30C is, is what we recommend for our children who are getting vaccines. Yes. All right, so we're talking. So it's right. detriment. You know, there's a lot involved with the vaccines. So um, it is, it, Thuja, what it does is it works on the ill effects of vaccinations. It's right in the uh, Materia Medica. However, there are, it's more complicated than that because sometimes we get symptoms from those vaccines and they need those symptoms need to be treated according to the symptomatic picture homeopathically so we can clear some of the low-grade infection that we sometimes get from it. Um, and that would include the mercury, the, the aluminum, well, the polysorbate, yeah. and some of the retroviruses, I assume. Yes, it, you have to kind of look at what, when they have a reaction and what's in the vaccines. It's a very complicated subject. And some children and adults, I've had adults that have had vaccines and had some real um, uh, serious uh, symptoms. But, you know, I'm here to work with getting the person well, no matter what is happening no matter what is happening, because we still have to have our own home front of how do we deal with illness. So 
So for those individuals, Dr. Linda, that may have had the polio vaccine in the 50s, let's say, and may have yes. picked up something from the polio vaccine, for yes. which there are many of us that are baby boomers, would taking Thuya and Thuja now be too late or would that still be effective? No, I think it's still very helpful. Um, but, you know, uh, if, if you see a homeopath, they may do some other deeper working red remedies, especially you can you can see um, the symptoms of polio in later arthritis, for instance, or at, at later paralysis, or, or who knows, you know, we've got a lot of Parkinson's going on right now, and that Parkinson's has a lot to do with heavy metals. So where did they get all these heavy metals so deeply into their system that affected their nervous system? So we've got Arnica in our home kit, aconite, the leadum you've spoken about, nux vomica for food poisoning, or whether you've got the diarrhea or the constipation, the thuja, T H U J A. Yes, for for ill effects of vaccines. Ill effects of vaccines, and what's what's next? Well, there, you know, we look at fevers, colds, flus, viruses. Yeah, let's talk viruses. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and this, and I'm going to go through actually what I sent out to my patients to have on hand. Yes, with, please do that. Share, share, share. And I know one of your patients went viral with that program. Yes. Um, yes, in fact, it's, yeah, it's on, it's kind of everywhere, <laughs> every newspaper, every magazine. Um, so first, you know, we're not treating COVID. I don't treat disease. I treat what the symptoms are showing me according to homeopathic practice. So if, so we're going to go through it. Fever. You need to know how to deal with fever because we also know that Tylenol and aspirin and any kind of fever suppressant has not been a very good deal with COVID or with virus. It doesn't work. We need to support the immune system and stimulate the vital force. I talk a lot about vital force in my book, right? And so Belladonna is our first go-to homeopathic remedy. I can't even tell you how many times I have recommended it for children's fever after vaccines, children's fever when they have colds and flus and so forth. I, I know now that I was treating COVID in, in uh, uh, February when I was in New York. That is for sure because I have every symptoms listed and I still was treating it when we knew, oh, this is a new novel virus. So let's deal with fever first, fever belladonna. You know, you know how homeopathy works. Belladonna, if we ate belladonna, if belladonna is a poison that creates fever, if you eat belladonna in the, in the uh, forest, it's going to create a fever. So in homeopathic practice, these are remedies that have proven to create the symptoms that they produce. So, th so then we can use it as a medicine in a very dilute, subtle energy manner. Like, for instance, I'll give you a very quick, quick uh, sidetrack here so that we get an understanding of homeopathy. Say we have a red onion, allium sepa. Allium sepa causes us tears when we're cutting the onion, when, we're, when the nose is running, when our eyes get red, right? 
So it can also be used as a medicine to treat colds and hay fever symptoms. Mm. So in the same way, belladonna has been proven to deal with fevers. So a belladonna 30C every two hours if the fever spikes every 15 minutes even. Now, I'm going to go through the rest of the remedies because in those remedies also have fever to them. But straightforward right away, belladonna. Actually, aconite is our first remedy. When you first get a, a fever, aconite can break that fever. Then it can go into belladonna. Then if the fever just is very low grade and it doesn't seem to go away and it lasts for days, that because remember the fever is our body's immune system we don't be focused on the fever of course we have to keep it keep the fever down but there's many ways to do that and one of the ways is belladonna then low-grade fever i love baptisia b-a-p-t-i-s-i-a and it's that, you know, that toxic fever, the body's trying to fight to clear the, clear the, the virus, to clear the flu. Baptisia, when the belladonna is no longer um, having high fever, we're going down to low fever and it's kind of a toxic fever. So baptisia is good to have on hand later on in the situation. Okay, so we have belladonna. We're supposedly controlling it with, bellad with, with, with the fever with belladonna. Then we have a sore throat, a really, really bad sore throat. I love mercurius, mercury, homeopathic mercury. And the mercury can bring down the fever too. It does have a fever involved, but it doesn't have to have a fever involved. So that's when I would probably do, oh, that sore throat, take the mercurius, and continue in the background taking belladonna to keep, uh, to keep the, the fever down. Now, belladonna is not, I'm gonna go back to belladonna for a minute here because belladonna is not only for fever. It is one of my number one remedies for inflammation and infection. So you don't even have to have belladonna. I, I use it very often in inflammation, in joint inflammation, because at the end of the day, you know, most of those joint inflammation is coming from bacteria. You know, let me let me ask you this question. I remember moons ago, many moons ago, Dr. Parcells used belladonna for her heart. Is that yep. also? Yeah. Yes, for uh, inflammation of the heart. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. There you go. Yes, 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 yes. Um, yeah. And so we have a sore throat. We have a really powerful remedy, Mercurius, 30C. Now here's the big symptom, dry cough. Anybody hear about that with uh, what we're dealing with with COVID? Bryonia. The best, I, the best potency I like is at 200, but you can get over-the-counter 30C. And bryonia, bryonia is for dry cough. And I can tell you, I have used it in every case that I've treated during these last two months, three does months. It, does it help the lungs as well? We're getting there. <laughs> okay. Okay, but it does help. The, it, it helps the lungs when everything's dry. Bryonia is a dry remedy that likes to stay still. You know, you just have to lie down. I can't move. That's, that's Bryonia. Would you spell that B-R-Y-O-N-I-A? That's correct. Okay. So that's your dry cough. Now, 
we may have some chills up and down the spine with a fever and you know you just chills and then hot and then cold and that's gelsemium Gel and it's interesting gelsemium is a remedy that we use for stage fright when chills are up and down the spine. oh how sweet gelsem would you spell that for my listeners G-E-L-S-E-M-I-U-M. Gelsemium is wonderful for fear. So where, is there a little bit of fear mm. going on? Mm. It's just scared, you know, chills up and down the, they're, they're in fright, you know? And, so, and better fever can come and gelsemium can just come and bring it, bring it. Now, Here's the thing about homeopathy too, that people need to know. Okay, I took two doses of homeopathy, it didn't work. Sorry guys, you have got to give it a little more time. And, and aren't there certain foods one shouldn't eat with a homeopathic remedy, mint and coffee to keep coming Mint, on. coffee and actually chocolate. And nothing strong, and, and because you don't want anything strong tasting in the mouth because we're using, we're using the mouth to administer the homeopathic. Okay. Now, when there's a now, okay, then there's a wet cough, and it's a wet cough, and uh, it, it could have yellow in it, it could have green in it, and I like hepar sulf, H E P A H E P A R and A S U L P H, hepar sulf, and hepar sulf is one of those infection remedies and deep congestion in the lungs that we can use to help bring it back up when you can't get it up. That HEPAR helps that sulfur kind of, the sulfur, the fire of sulfur kind of drives it up and out. Then we have burning in the chest. Hmm, here we go now, okay? Burning in the chest, the lungs feel constricted. And again, fear, arsenicum album, and restlessness. They're afraid the uh, uh, medicine's not going to work and they're going to die and so forth. Now, it's interesting, the, the um, Indian government gave out arsenicum album I, I, I heard that. to their whole population only at a 30C. But they did that every, like three days a month, every month. And I think the results, I haven't seen the final results, but it made sense to me. So we use arsenicum as needed as, as this uh, progresses. We hope it doesn't go and pro progress and that we catch it at the Bryonia and the Belladonna. And I'll, I'll talk about another thing in a minute about the rest of the things we do, right, Anne Louise? Yes, the rest of the things we do, but I love the dry cough. People are very, and they may not even have a flu. It's so, it's so common where I live here in Northern Idaho, people are very dry. You and don't have to have a, a dry, you don't have to have COVID to have a dry cough. That's and the point. That is that's one the, of the, that's yes. one of our allergy remedies. That's one of our allergy remedies. You know, you didn't mention APHIS. Can you talk a little bit about that? Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, apis is a bee, is bee sting, and uh, it's, the, it's the venom from the bee. And it's used for swelling, for inflammation, for, uh, for uh, absolutely a bee sting. I use it for uh, uh, arthritis. I use it for um, 
swollen eyes, all sorts of swelling. It, it, anything with edema has to do with, because what happens when a, when a bee stings you? What happens? You get this thing and it swells up and it gets shiny and red. There's your remedy. Okay? I love that. Give me some more good remedies. Okay, here. So, you know, when you have the flu, don't forget, these were not just created for COVID. These are the way we practice for fevers, colds, flus, viruses. And homeopathy is our medicine at home. We're allowed to have it, you know. This, this, instead, I would rather see people more using homeopathy than other medications because it doesn't suppress the immune system. It helps the immune system. So you, ta you take the remedies, Dr. Linda, until the symptoms abate. Is that yep, the I'm going, I'm, Yes, exactly. Um, and the normal dose for homeopathy, you would take a remedy every two hours according to symptoms, unless, unless um, uh, if the symptoms are, are building up, like in the case of, of um, uh, belladonna, if something's spiking, you want to do it a little more often. But if symptoms subsides or there's no improvement after one day, then stop that current remedy and reevaluate maybe that dry cough is really got some wetness to it. So you have your remedies to change and reevaluate. So, because, you know, um, we need something in our hands. These things sometimes happen at three o'clock in the morning and you want to get it then. You want to say, oh, Dr. Linda says, I better take a dose of aconite. Okay, belladonna now. Oh, I got a dry cough, but this virus, needs to be dealt with immediately. Well, isn't that true with any virus? Yes, indeed. So body aches, because whenever we have, the, you know, when we have flu, we get body aches. And, uh, and, and, and sometimes even restless legs, you can't stay, the pain is just uh, aching and aching. Rust tox. And rust tox is a poison ivy, actually. And it deals great. If that belladonna does not take down that fever, I see that rust tox does. I love that. Um, okay. I, I, I want to just encapsulate everything you've said. So the ones that people should have on hand, just go I'm not that. done. Are I have two more. Oh, wow. We've got about 12. Okay, go for it. Okay, you know why? Because it's important. I've just um, found that my... Um, uh, difficult to, uh, uh, loss of smell? Yes. Loss of smell and loss of taste? Just take into consideration iodum, 30C. That person does not have enough iodine. Or zinc. Or N-zinc, N-zinc, yeah. So for deep coughs, now we get into the two serious ones, okay? Yep. And that, you know, they're not on my every, everyday list, but for deep coughs with congestion of the lungs, tightness of the whole chest, with anxiety and hoarseness, and a lack of thirst, that's one of the symptoms, is phosphorus. Don't people use phosphorus for, as to, to clean up uh, anesthesia? Yes. Uh, that's what I wanted you to mention. And Nux Vomica. Both. They use Nox and they use 
is we've got a lot of people that will be doing elective surgeries. I know I have to go in for a bone graft on my jaw. Oh. So to clean up, well, that's, it's, it's an evil necessity because of a concussion I had. But, I but, the, but be that as it may, there are many shock people. Remedy. Shock remedy. So when people <laughs> go in, friend. so shock remedy, that's something that you make up at your clinic. And my people, if they say that they're a client or a follower, can, can actually get that from you? Yes, they can. Okay, and the name of your clinic, my dear? Light Harmonics Institute. And you're in Santa Fe. Okay, yes, but, but I want them to mention my name. I've already sent you several people because the shock remedy has been a change. It's, it's changed people's lives when they've suffered losses, sudden divorces. You know, when I, was in, when I was at, in um, New York during 9-11, I must have handed shock remedy to everyone. So do you take it before you have the surgery or after, for example? Any arnica, shock, aconite, none of that before. Because uh, arnica, which is a good thing, can thins the blood a bit. So it can break up clots as well. That's why it's so valuable for injury. But we don't want to thin the blood before surgery. Oh, excellent point, everybody. Excellent point. And so many people take it before surgery. Yeah. So, you know, I just thought of something, you know, my first homeopathic module of first aid is available from us. It, it is an MP3 that they can get with a booklet of how to do first aid in homeopathy. And they get that through Light Harmonics? Yes, they say I want the homeopathic uh, mod module number one. Yep. Excellent. So that, that'll be almost like a... And it'll be all in my Brooklyn accent. A Brook, well, at least you're, you're authentic, so no worries about that. <laughs> so the last, and, and then we'll go through the whole thing, but the last one, which is just so, so important, is for oxygenation of the lungs and needed for shortness of breath is Camphora 1M. Camphora 1M. Now, you must remember that from Dr. Parcells. Oh, she was a big believer in camphor. I mean, camphor. And then she talked about how it was changed pharmaceutically. That part I remember. Yeah, that, but we, we use it homeopathically. And I've used it throughout the, um, uh, any of the more serious cases in this uh, current virus. I have used camphora with good results. So to review, so that people don't get terribly overwhelmed, I'm going to give you the name of one of the remedies. You will give me two words that describe the remedy so that people can just synthesize this and have a takeaway because this is very valuable information. So okay. to, re to review, lead them. Uh, for um, bug bites, mosquito bites, and um, for actually for swelling and for lockjaw. Sorry, that was four. I just... Okay, Nux Vomica. Uh, food poisoning, uh, help with anesthesia after um, diarrhea, constipation. Great, Arnica. Arnica for injury, trauma, um, blood, and you know, um, blood clots. I've used it for years for blood clots, actually. That's, a, that's brilliant for blood clots. Nobody knows that. Um, it's not well known. The Thuja. Thuja, the ill effects of vaccinations. Ill effects of vaccinations, I love that. Now, the belladonna. 
fever. And, um, and one of the ways you know Belladonna also is the face is red and the eyes are like glary. You know the way you get glassy eyes with a fever? That's Belladonna. Allium sepia? Um, uh, hay fever symptoms, the simple colds, the simple coronavirus, which is the common cold, can be treated with allium sepia. Baptisia. Low-grade fever, low-grade toxic fevers that are just trying, the fever is just trying to fight, you know, trying to fight to get the body well. So that gives it a little help. Give them Baptisia. Ironia. Dry, dry cough, uh, wants to stay still, the whole, the chest is tight, everything's tight, and you've got that dry cough and non-productive. Hepper self or heaper self. More of a wet cough, it could have yellow and green mucus, and it helps move the mucus out of the lungs. Yeah, and out of the sinuses as well. I use heaper self a lot, it's one of my main remedies. For sinus? Yeah. Okay, so the vibronia or the hay, the upper self. Gelsemium. Uh, well, I like to say first fear, chills up and down the spine and with fever. So uh, when you have chill, and uh, lots of fear, lots of um, um, just chills and fever, but you could actually feel the chills going up and down the spine. And also like first they're cold and then they're hot. So that's a great remedy. Arsenica mouth. I would say burning. Arsenicum is a burning uh, remedy, and the lungs feel really con constricted. We use it very often for asthma. You use that for asthma. Okay, I'm going to make a note of that. That's asthma. Uh, yeah. Rocks tox. Rust tox, body aches, flu, if from the flu, uh, fever, restless legs, can't, stay, can't sit still. That's different than the bryonia. Here's an interesting one. There's two main home, uh, homeopathic remedies that we use for arthritis. One is bryonia and one is rustox. Rustox feels better when it moves. Bryoni, bryonia feels better when it stays still, when the person stays still. Those are the two determinations of what, what arthritis remedy to use. If you feel better by movement, even though it hurts, but it feels better, that's a rustox arthritis remedy. Camphor. Camphor. Camphor is to bring, it's for shortness of breath. It brings oxygen to the lungs. I think everybody is in need of that. I'm going to ask you one other question before we wind up. And my question to you is, there's such a thing as having a homeopathic signature remedy. People have personalities, I believe. Sure. How, if you gave me... I guess they call it your what there's a there's a uh, term for it. It's your constitutional your, remedy. Yes, that's what I was looking for. It's your constitution. <laughs> what well, what that what is you, module two, by the way. <laughs> uh, there you go. What is your constitutional remedy, and what would mine be? Oh my goodness, mine. I'm very Nat Muir, and and you know what? So are you. Yeah, I, I've always resonated to them. We're very similar in the way we we uh, operate. Yeah, yeah. We work fast. We do what we got to do, and then we get out, and we don't want any <laughs> like. Okay, you did a great job. Oh, please don't tell me that. <laughs> so I mean, 
So we don't like to be, you know, um, coddled over. No, no, no. We, we, it's a rather stoic remedy. Am I correct? Exactly. It's salt. It's homeopathic salt. Very interesting. So it's very deep. Sodium, high, sodium chloride. <laughs> interesting remedy. So yeah. do you, in your book, Harmonic Healing, there's a little bit about homeopathy. Would you suggest that people look at that first before they order the module? It, it, both are individual entities. Um, I, I addressed the digestive remedies in the book and I, I addressed shock in the book because we know if we're in shock, our, our subtle energies don't flow. So we need to make sure that, that our mental and emotional, our physical and etheric are all talking to each other. How, how do we, what are we thinking about? How are we thinking? What are we feeling? How, how is the energy? How is our energy? Do we have vitality? Though, so if those things are not happening and we've had trauma in our life, I can assure you we've had shock. I don't know anybody that has not had some form of shock. And no, so I, I, in the, the book. Extraordinary. That's, that was an extraordinary remedy. Totally, totally extraordinary. The, so I talk about the things that are going to interfere with digestion because you know and I know that we need our liver cleaned. You know, Anne Louise, you are one of the geniuses of that also. And, you know, I'm trying to do my little piece about it. And it, the li because the liver is connected to our mental field. How we think is coming from the liver. The liver has to process our thoughts. It has to process our emotions. So we need to keep our liver clear if we're gonna be stable and we're gonna be um, you know, able to uh, stand up tall during these times. Yes, it's so important. We need to know who we are. Very much so, and get rid of the anger and embitterment resentment. Exactly, exactly. You know what, Nat Muir is deep, deep shock. That's what interesting. The, that's the after grief and those stuff that just still stays there. You know, it's deep, deep wounded. I, I would say most wounded healers are needing that mure. Now, would you say when people need remedies, how many remedies per day should one take? Oh, what God. The what's the maximum or the minimum? Okay, it, first of all, it depends on whether we're dealing with something acute. When we're dealing with something acute, you just do acute. If you're in injury, you do the injury, okay? Now, if we're doing, now you have a virus, you've got to deal with the virus. Is there a fever? Is there a, a cough? Is there, is, it, is there achiness? What's going on? So you can rotate your remedies so I would say I've never used more than like on during this. Uh, I haven't had to change more than like to three remedies during most of this. But if you're taking homeopathic remedies for other things, just stop those for now. You, your body can only take a certain amount of messages. So I like to use one remedy in, in a day, maybe two uh, accordingly. But if we listen to our body, we will know. So in, in essence and in closing, people can get in touch with you through your Light Harmonics. And do you have a website they should go to? Uh, it's Light Harmonics Institute. It, it's lightharmonics.com. 
Lightharmonics.com. Yeah. Yeah. Our, our Facebook is just Lightharmonics. Lightharmonics. And Instagram. Yeah, we have okay. an Instagram and we, we post recipes on our Instagram at Lightharmonics. Uh, Light Harmonics Institute is our Facebook page and we post events and information and pleasant um, things to see. Uh, to reach us, it, we're lightharmonics.com. And um, we're, we, uh, you know, I'm by appointment only, uh, but I'm not really taking any new patients during this COVID because I need to be here for all the patients that I already have. So, but stay in touch with us. Give us your email and we'll get in touch with you. And if you want to order the first aid homeopathic uh, module, please, you can do that. As well as for Anne Louise's clients, uh, they can order the shock remedy. Love it. So I want to thank you so much, Dr. Linda Lancaster, for being my guest. I hope to see you someday online. I know that we're not gonna be having one of your wonderful conventions, an international convention this year, so we'll be seeing you online. Well, we're, we may. Okay. Not in person, we're, gonna, we're looking at virtual, you know, we've been speaking about that. So our website is gfimusa.com, gfimusa.com. I love it. And Anne Louise is, is on that platform as well. And I'm very grateful for all her knowledge that she has brought to GFIM. Well, it's been a pleasure. We had an absolute blast several years ago. That was in the Big Apple, which is very near and dear to my heart and yours because you're from Brooklyn, I'm from Connecticut. Yeah. So we're, we're both East Coasters, we're both New Englanders. So yeah. everybody, thank you so much for being with us today. I wanna to thank all my wonderful fans, family and friends. Thank you for this edition of, thank you for this edition of First Lady of Nutrition podcast and thank you, Dr. Linda.